stories of innovation and success from the vibrant communities of rural Nova Scotia. This is Ignited. Hey there, welcome to Ignited the Podcast. I'm Wade Cleveland. I work for a rural innovation hub called Ignite, and I'm here to tell you some great small town and rural success stories. For this episode, we're at the Ignite Podcast Studio in New Glasgow to chat with Sarah DeShifford and Dave Armstrong about their amazing story. Sarah and Dave are from Toronto originally. They headed to northern Nova Scotia with a plan to stay a month or so in the area. More than a decade later, they're still here, now with a family, running their own company featuring a line of spices that can be found in more than 100 stores across Canada and online. Big Co. Foods started at the local farmer's market and has grown to the point that they needed a co-packer to package their products. Well, keeping with their community focus, they partnered up with a group called Summer Street to get that done. Summer Street is a Pictou County social enterprise that creates opportunities for those with intellectual disabilities. Whatever Dave, Sarah, and Big Co. Foods do, they do it with an infectious sense of fun. From the great YouTube videos they produce to the names of the products they sell. And that makes for a fun interview. Sarah, Dave, thanks for chatting with me. (laughs) Thanks for having us. I'm I'm really excited to talk to you because I want to hear the story, but I also want to talk about your videos because I love your videos. (laughs) But uh, I want to start with asking you... What process got you from Toronto to small town Nova Scotia? How did the, all that happen? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's not a short story, but <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to hear story. at least some of it. Okay, yeah. So um, my great grandfather. This is a long story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, used to live here, so that's where where we're we're living, and uh, so him and his brother uh, started Vacheres Meats and. Uh, his son, my great-grandfather's brother's son, owns it now. Okay. So we decided one summer, it's like, hey, you know what? Why don't we go down to Nova Scotia, or I guess up to Nova Scotia, and uh, I'll spend a month or two just learning about uh, the whole art of butchery and all that. And uh, we kind of kept on staying here. <laughs> Sarah started growing a garden, and... Uh, uh, we held on to our apartment in Toronto for longer than we probably should have, and yeah, eventually it turned into what we're doing now. Yeah, okay. we started um, selling our vegetables at the farmer's market. Right. Um, so we started as farmers. Uh-huh. Um, even in our logo, Big O Foods, it's like the farmland. You know, we right. started growing vegetables and like making food, and uh, and then we started getting curious with making products, and it kept like snowballing and snowballing. And Dave mm-hmm. makes uh, amazing spices, and he would cook for friends and family that came over. And uh, we just jarred them, and we started hearing people using them and in cooking in, in their own kitchens and get inspired to, to cook for themselves more, and that's that sort of started it all. Okay, so how does it go from you're making spices, you know, at home for friends or whatever to what you have now? That's quite a journey. It's, it's been a long time. You know, yeah. we probably, what, um, our commercial kitchen is about six years old. Mm-hmm. So um, we started to try to see, okay, where else can we sell our spices? And the answer we were getting were, do you have a, or the question is, do you have a commercial kitchen? Okay. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> are we going to do the commercial kitchen or are we going to like move on with our lives and do something else? So we did the commercial kitchen. So that was six years ago. Okay. Was that hard? How does one do a commercial kitchen it that it makes sense? You know? Um, it yeah. is. Uh, we started small. We, we were lucky. We converted an old barn um, uh, and we turned it into a commercial kitchen. So we had that kind of structure there, which was nice. Yeah. But it, there's a lot of hoops. There's a lot of, you know... Yeah. You have to know that you want to do this, I think, when you start a commercial kitchen. And, yeah. you know, we kept it small. 
yeah, and achievable. The, the the best way to do it too is to um, contact the uh, the health inspector first and like all of the regulations. Yeah. Let them know exactly what your plan is because they will tell you, oh no, you can't do that, or it's like, oh, you have to have this, which is a lot better than being like, okay, we built it, come on, see it. And they're like, oh no, you no. can't. <laughs> No, yeah, you gotta yeah. rip that out. You need this hand wash thing here. So yeah, ask your questions first. Yeah, that's a good thing to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the creation of the business, how do you go from zero to sixty, so to speak? You know, you've got the kitchen in place. What happens next? Well, that was also a little bit of a slower journey. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, because we had a couple kids. Yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, since building the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we sort of just coasted. We had the market. We had some, some retail stores across Nova Scotia, just like smaller independent ones. Um, and then a couple of years ago, we um, we were chatting with the, the PC Ren, which is now Victor County Partnership, right? Right. Um, and we're like, what how do, what, what do we do next? You know, what's, are we co-packers? Are we going to find someone to co-pack a product for us? And um, that's kind of where we met Summer Street. Now, tell us a little bit about Summer Street, for those who don't know. It's a social enterprise, right? It's a social yeah. enterprise, yep. So the, um, they um, give work for to adults with intellectual disabilities. Um, so we started having their clientele come to our kitchen um, mm-hmm. as, like, a, a work placement. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we started having, like... Uh we started with Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then so we, we had a couple people. one or two. Our, our, our uh, commercial kitchen is... It's pretty small, <laughs> so we couldn't fit that many people in with everything else. But they do, so yeah. they started as just packaging a product, um, and then once we had more discussions with Summer Street, um, they wanted to take on being our co-packers, which was amazing. Um, and we can kind of grow together, because they're our first co-packers, and we're their first client. Right. Um, so it's been really <laughs> nice that we can kind of, it's almost beneficial that we're both new to the game. We can, you know, both be okay with the learning curve that it takes to grow. Um, and now they don't just package our product, they also process it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they process, package, and we pick it up in a box. And it's just amazing. We get to go there, we get to talk with the people. Mm-hmm. Um, they let us take videos so we can share their, them on our social media. So Yeah, um, and, and, and talking to the people who, uh, who work for us. I mean, they, they really love doing the job, which is what you want to hear. Yeah. I mean, we, try, we do try to check in and be like, How's it going? Do you are you enjoying yourself? Like, yeah. what can we do to make it awesome for you too? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's good that uh, we both both parties find it rewarding. Mm-hmm. As soon as like mm-hmm. we met with Summer Street, I knew that this is the kind of company we want to work with. This is kind of this aligns to how we want to be as a company. You know how we want to grow within our community um, and you know social sustainability and. Yeah, well, we we mentioned that actually before we came on here and started recording. I always find, I find with small rural companies, um, there's buy-in locally. There's a pride element to it that, you know, look at these guys. Look at what they're doing. And and, and it's kind of great to see. And it's kind of something that you wouldn't get, I don't think, in in a bigger city. Oh, (laughs) so true. Uh, The support of the community has been um, a huge advantage when starting our company. You know, uh, we came from Ontario and we were just welcomed um, so warmly. Um, And people just want to see you succeed. They want to they want to help you. They want to partner with you. They, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just beautiful. Yeah, we definitely like yeah. um, through the whole big journey of Big Co Foods. We we found a lot of different uh, spaces or communities that were very welcoming and helpful. So 
for example, like the new Glasgow Farmer's Market mm-hmm. is a, a great spot to try it out. It's, we literally used it as like, we've tried making so many different products. It's like, oh, this week Sarah's making cookies, whatever, and you get the direct feedback. Um, going through Ignite, there's a lot of uh, a community there, different entrepreneurs on different levels and different fields, not necessarily food, and there's courses and all, all sorts of things. So mm-hmm. it's uh, my advice is to try to seek out these communities because they're out there and don't be afraid to ask questions because, I mean, we don't know uh, as much as we think we know, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But people do know out there, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the spices themselves, because I know you kind of developed them uh, as you went. So it was kind of hit and miss and, and experimenting. Was it like a, a mad lab? How did that how'd that go? Yeah. Sometimes it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we started out with um, the taco enhancer. Yep, uh, taco was pressed nice. We had a few to start out that Dave was kind of using on a regular basis. Um, and then over time between like travel and cooking, Dave would just be inspired by like new flavors, right? Mm. So we'd go from like a couple different variations to maybe 10 variations <laughs> and we'd have to taste them and uh, tweak them. And, um, and you know, yeah. the goal is to be unique, is to be different. You know, it's not just stick salt and pepper based, it's, it's unique ingredients like apple cider vinegar powder, um, uh, amateur powder, which is like a ripe mango. and. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's all all these different types of spices that are are used all around the world, and uh, like tasting them and using them, and they they can become an inspiration for something completely new and completely different. It's just like playing with different flavor combinations, and uh, yeah, some some of them are. Some of them come out, and it's like I'll make three variations, and it's like, oh yeah, it's number two is the one. No, no complaints. Let's go with that. And then uh, I think with uh, there's one that we have called Porcini Barbecue Genie, which uh, yeah, the name came first, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a whole bunch of ideas, but it just it just wasn't hitting the way we wanted it to hit. And I think we I did it like maybe 15 different variations, maybe more of <laughs> just like, oh, no, it's like something's missing. Something's missing. And then I'd be like, oh, I, I think it's done. And Sarah would be like, no, something's still missing. Well, it has to be fun, but it has to be frustrating when you're doing that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I, the thing with food is that um, as long as you don't, like, burn it beyond recognition, you still have something that's going to taste good. If the ingredients are good, you're going to have something that's, that, that's at least enjoyable to eat in some, some way or another. I love the humor that you use in your marketing. Even the names that you use for your spices. You know, Mary had a lot of lamb and yeah. and, and the, the porcini genie and yeah. all of that stuff. Does that just come naturally? Is that the way you it are? It comes naturally to David. Ah, okay. And like maybe from a marketing standpoint, like it could hurt us a little bit. But no. you know what? We're, we we need to roll with, with who we are as people. You know, mm-hmm. if... if that, that's all we have. That's our brand, and that's who we are. Well, that's who David is. I'm like, okay, that. I'll say your name. He's like, no, no, no. It's got to be this. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, David's the, the name, the namer. All right. When it comes to putting stuff together in terms of, uh, I don't know, packaging and that kind of thing, do you do all of that on your own? And, I, and what I mean is uh, in terms of what it looks like and what kind of a jar, for heaven's sakes, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that How is, does that work? I mean, there, there's a lot to that. There is, is a lot. Sarah. 
That's me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. We are the night nitpicking at a font. Um, yeah. We I mean we've had a little bit of assistance just to kind of get that professionalism, but we've been doing all of, like the majority of our um, of our spice designs. The the sweet line that we have launched was designed from an amazing person in Toronto, um, who we just adore. So we had some help there. Um, but that jar, our jar has like <laughs> definitely like the evolution of the big cocoon spice jar is is, is extensive. Uh, yeah. But the the jar that we have now it was very hard to source. It took a very long time <laughs> to find it. Um, but I really wanted that lid. Okay. <laughs> you know that lid is like a, a, a cute little like tin lid, and I uh, I was I had my heart set on it, so we had to find it. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. uh, you you can't settle. You know, you have to go with what you want and what you envision. And mm. so we found it, and it didn't come from Canada. Really? <laughs> no. So we have to source it from the states, um, but it's worth it to us, you know, mm -hmm. to but make things work. Yeah. Things when we work. first started out, it was just like the the plastic uh, spice jar that you see ever, because that's the easiest the thing yeah. to to get. And then like as as we grew and we're making more, it's. Uh, so many different thoughts went into the packaging. Well, we um, wanted to eliminate plastic, mm -hmm. um, so we switched to a glass jar. We do have um, plastic pouches. They're number two recyclable. Uh, we attempted with the, the biodegradable <laughs> or compostable, uh, both actually, we've done both, yeah. um, which just didn't work. It didn't work, um, it didn't hold up as it should have. It also doesn't work in like the waste like the Pitcher County waste system or a lot of different waste systems. Yeah. They're just not ready for it, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. I feel like the packaging industry is way ahead of the waste management industry. So <laughs> until that's settled, we're back to recycling. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, making sure that it's recyclable is is an important yeah. step because looking into it, I find out that there's a lot of packaging out there that's not supposed to go with the recycling because it's not recyclable. Okay, so you have these ingredients, you've put everything together, you have some packaging, at least at this point, we're talking back in the early days. At what point do you go to the stores? How do you do that? How do you go to a store and say, okay, I have this product and I want to sell it to you? How does that work? Uh, full disclosure, we are terrible <laughs> at that. But we made it work for a very long time. Um, you know, you, you email. We had a lot of stores um, come to us, which is what started it. You know, like, oh, you, if you, we had these stores coming to us, we should go to a couple more and just snowball that. Yeah, I think the, fir the first one that, that came to us was um, the Museum of Industry. That's because right. Because they have a, yeah. a gift shop, and they just <laughs> showed up at the, the farmer's market one day. It's like, yeah, hey, would you like, uh, we'd like to sell your stuff in the gift shop. It's like, oh. Oh, okay. How do we go we, about doing that? We really didn't go out to pursue this. <laughs> you know, it's been a long journey of just like, hmm, okay. Um, yeah. And then it came to, I really like this. And it came to, we really love this. And then it came to, okay, we're pulling your hair out, but we still love this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We definitely took our time. <laughs> Yeah. We didn't know, right? We yeah. had to learn. We don't have history in business um, and consumer packaged goods. Mm. And we're not chefs, although, you know, we'd like to pretend we cook very well um <laughs> but yes we had to learn all of these new things and you know it took some time and that's just what that's just what's gonna happen really interesting now you've got stores all over the place i was looking on your website just at that part of it and uh you know you've got quite a few in nova scotia but you even have one in the yukon we do. <laughs> yeah. that's cool <laughs> yeah that, that we were, like... we're across canada so um once we signed up with summer street um to increase our production we also um have a sales team now um, and from that sales team we got our first national distributor so mm -hmm. our products are now um, Canada-wide. 
So tell me a little bit about that. It's the scaling up that I find really fascinating. You know, you literally went from a farmer's market to having product in stores all over the country. That's quite a thing. And you kind of did it in an almost accidental way in the way you're wording it. So it's kind of fascinating. Tell me about that process of, okay, what do we do next? It, it, I remember like this is about two years ago and it was um, it's like a heavy thing to have to think about because it's a lot of moving parts it's a lot of investment mm-hmm. yeah. both like financial and your time and yeah your, you know, mental and that you, has to be scary you've, you've it got is, a, yeah. it is and you've got to line up uh, as best you can <laughs> all of the parts right mm-hmm. like you can't uh, like make all of this product Increase. without it going anywhere <laughs> and also you can't like have all this product that's supposed to go somewhere. <laughs> but not have it, right? Mm. So it's uh yeah, it's a, it's it's almost like chess. <laughs> you know, you gotta be like, okay, so I gotta move here and then mm. uh, move here. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to kind of like line up together. Um, but yeah, it, it was a scary. It was scary, and that we were mentioning earlier, like um, we went to the PC right. Like, what are we doing? How do we what what? How do we get to that next step? Um, and it is it is terrifying. So you either like jump into the you know, dark and see what happens or you don't right you have to make that move you never know what's going to happen if you don't yeah well we we also spent like um a couple of years where our main goal was uh learning as much as we can right. um when covid first hit we yeah. did a lot of courses yeah so we, we went through the um uh nsbi has a program is it the Exports. growth export program anyway they have like they have a whole, it's a year long program and they have uh, marketing classes and like horrible online course about uh, uh, international export. And financial, finance. which is yeah. huge. Um, it's so important to know your costs because if you don't know every penny that you're spending on your product to get out there, you don't know what you're doing, you know, which we learned also the hard way. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, and, and through that, uh, uh, Ignite opened up in in New Glasgow and we were like oh well that's very interesting let's let's uh they had an open course day I think we 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 met people from Ignite before when they first opened and we're like yeah let's join that let's take those courses too it's like if there's course being offered we're like let's learn as much Mm -hmm. as we can and we still do take courses because yeah because the knowledge is out there and then we kind of like became sponges and then it's like okay now that we've got all this, let's take the next step and uh, put mm-hmm. feelers out there. Kind of go from there. Yeah. All right. So how badly did COVID affect you? I, you were just saying that it was during COVID where you take the opportunity to kind of get those courses in. Yeah. But uh, you can't go to the farmer's market during COVID. Um, <laughs> so what happened to the business at that point? Was it about distribution? Was it about what, what happened at that point? I think, like, everybody for the first month, everyone's just, like, stunned. So yeah. that's when we're like, of course it is, um, and figuring out what we're going to do next. But Well, yeah, we already had um, uh, courses lined up. But, yeah, when the, the first month, it was, like, it went from, okay, so we're going to be doing this, 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 to, like, half of our stores say that they're, they're shut down. It's like, we have no idea what to do next. Um, but at the end of the day, like, people are cooking more at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so we tried to leverage that, you know, trying to provide them a little something new and different and something exciting when they're stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, in a way, it was, you know, we still had our challenges, especially in the supply, supply mm-hmm. chain, you know, our yeah. jars got discontinued. 
ingredients weren't coming in. And everyone, not just everyone now, is still seeing that. How many years later? Yeah, it's true. Um, So it's still going on. But um, other than that, I think that um, with our target audience, it was still, people were still purchasing um, and using the product during COVID. Yeah. It it also, like, um, uh, forced us to to think about how to reach people without being at the farmer's market or the saltscapes expo and being like, hey, here, smell smell this jar. Let's smell this jar. It's like, now you get it, right? So it's like we had to uh, be more creative and, and work on our social media and, uh, yeah, develop that. Okay, well, let's, let's go to the social media because <laughs> I, I'm a big fan. Was it a was it an actual decision to start doing stuff on YouTube? The videos that you do, they're very good. I have to tell you, and it's 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 not just the the series that you do, which is kind of, it's kind of awesome. Uh, Dave calls while you cook, yeah. and it's really they're they're really funny and they're sweet, and I enjoy them. They're they're something really fun. But that's not all you do. You're, there's lots of videos on your on your YouTube channel. Was that a actual, okay, this is how we're going to market? Um, yeah, we, yeah, we tapped into YouTube, which was like a beast <laughs> us because, you know, we're so late to the game. Yeah, I think I think we, like, started out with, like, um, Sarah doing a lot of reels on, on Instagram. All right, that would be right. the, and then it's like, well, let's, let's do YouTube. And, uh, like cooking tutorials. And yeah, but we kind of had to, like, I don't think that was the first one for YouTube. I think that we thought of Dave Calls and it's got to be YouTube. Yeah. And that's how we thought it was. It was was Sarah's idea. She's like, you should do a show where you call people, oh, and there should be like trivia. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, let's let's try it. Um, I can say that like from the beginning to now, I'm, it's difficult, but I'm a lot better at uh, writing trivia. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, like it's a, it's a really great way to connect with our consumers, hmm. see how they're using our product, and then share that with with other people who are looking at our product. So, um, and it's amazing. And every time we get off the phone with someone, we just like we can't stop smiling. We just we love it so much. Hmm. Um, and people have like great ideas yeah yeah we have a lot of fun with it well to me it adds it adds something to your business because you are the face of the business and there's this personality hey spices are about personality and that's what your company is it's it's almost based on that personality it's it's awesome thank you well i mean we get a lot of how do you like in all of our courses how are you separate from your competitors (laughs) and it's you know we're we're the brand we're the face we have to you know we're we're a personal family-owned business mm. and that's got to speak for something so we sort of just honed in on that mm-hmm. yeah and uh, yeah like um i mean there's um, other spice companies but of course yeah i i feel that like i we like uh try to have, be more fun we both believe that um cooking is fun mm-hmm. and yeah. it doesn't have to be difficult Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to like spread that word, and w- with our spices, we do believe that um, we can help you make some awesome food with a little bit less effort. That works. All right, so you have the uh, the different stores all over Canada. Um, you also have the online business. How busy is the online business? Does that eat up a lot of time? Uh, no, it did. It did at one point. I think that the more stores we get into, um, that's a little bit less mm-hmm. on our end. Um, 
this year has been a little bit of a weird online year. We heard from a lot of other retail brands as well that have an e-commerce store. How uh, it's just uh, it's been a little bit of a um, uh, less less Dem- busy. Yeah, I think that like once once things uh, opened up more, mm-hmm. people are like, I can go out, and it's like I want to go out to the store and touch the product that I'm going to to use which I, I understand yeah. Yeah. yeah it's great to it's great that you can buy your product on our website but we also have about a hundred stores that we want you to go and support too mm-hmm. and so I think that when we're um, you know we always say you can buy it here because it's convenient but we really like to like shout out to our retail stores because they welcomed us into their store and we're so honored and we're so grateful so we really want to also hone in on that yeah yeah it, it, it even equals out to the support local you know, support local by buying your product, but support local by buying your product in a local store. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. It all adds together. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you guys? I, I, I saw a posting where you were really excited. This was like back in March where you had, you had dreamed or one of your goals was to be able to ship out a pallet, <laughs> a whole pallet. And you ended up shipping out three pallets. We did. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's like, real growth. It's like the biggest high ever. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. That was when we got our first um, order from our distributor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they have uh, three DCs. So we shipped out a pallet each one. So mm-hmm. we did three pallets with the help of Summer Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could not have done it without them. Uh, <laughs> not in our yeah. little kitchen. Um, it was amazing. And that was like, that was one of our goals um, for this year. That is such a great thing. Yeah. So what's next? Um, we're heading to <laughs> Toronto to, uh, to do the CHFA show, um, Canadian Health Food Association trade show. Uh, so we're going to meet buyers from um, all across Canada. Um, we're going to introduce some new display stands. Um, so just like different uh, marketing strategies to to see what's working, what's not, basically, and um, yeah. and then, yeah, when when we come back, we're also uh, uh, now they're starting to do like demoing yep. in the stores. So we're we're gonna start going. We're getting out there. Going out uh, to Sobeys around uh, Nova Scotia and uh, uh, sampling our food. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do that personally or do you hire people? We're going to do that personally. Yeah. Seriously? Yes. Are you coming yeah. to Yarmouth? Yeah. Sure. We're coming to Yarmouth. <laughs> Very cool. No, yeah. Well, yeah, you got to get out there, right? So. Yep. Yeah. And it also, is, it, is, um, it is good to go out there to actually talk to people because mm-hmm. you get uh, so much feedback. And that's, that's like the thing about... Uh, doing the like farmers market when we started is like we got direct consumer uh, feedback. Yeah, yeah, direct feedback. If you if if Sarah made a cookie last week that someone didn't like, they'd let us know. <laughs> yeah, or if uh, if uh, the spice was too spicy for them, is they'd let us know. And it's like, oh, okay, so maybe we should have like a spice gate, like a <laughs> yeah. meter on it, so people aren't like grabbing it and then burning their mouths off. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. My my next idea for a YouTube channel, and I know it's already been taken, but you need to use your spices and interview people while doing hotter and hotter food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did something like that. Yeah, we did a... The ghost pepper challenge? Yeah, we tried I, to do yeah. the ghost pepper oh, challenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah. kind of like fell off, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. But yeah, you're right. <laughs>
Guys, thank you so much. Here's to the future, and uh, I look forward to watching you guys grow even more. Thank you so much. We'll have to have you on on Dave Calls while you make food. I definitely, I'm in. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Absolutely in. For more on Big Go Foods, visit their website, biggofoods.com. And check out their social media. They're on Facebook and Instagram, and their YouTube channel is most definitely on my subscribed list. It's found as Big Co. Foods, Inc. For more about the social enterprise Summer Street, visit their website, www.summerstreet.ca. And to find out more about rural innovation and what Ignite does, check out igniteatlantic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you subscribed, shared us with a friend, and gave us a good review. We'd love to hear from you. Our website is ignitedlantic.com. My email is wade at ignitedlantic.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again soon.